What do you know? I don't know. I just know. Well, I'll tell you what I know. It's the dumbest fucking bet I ever heard of. I disagree. I disagree. Welcome to Locky Town, home of the Hammerlock population. We're going to win it all back on NFL. I am Vern. We're here with Mikey Locks. You were called Mikey Quits on the show. Today we are going to be betting and making picks for every single NFL game this week. How can you not? It's week one. The pros say don't do this. We are not the pros. We are just, we are just our normal people trying to get rich on betting. Mikey, you're having a horrible run. What's going on? I just had a bad run. I think I'm being a little bit too dramatic, honestly. I think this podcast is going to help me snap out of it. I'm kind of being a suck bag loser. Uh, big time fucking, I don't know, things I can't say on this podcast are the ones are the words that I want to say. Suck bag loser? No, I want to go a little bit more R-rated than that, you know? Should I not be eating brief jerky right now? I feel like it's a bad don't, move. Don't eat jerky during a podcast, but you're on a losing streak. It happens. You've lost how many games in a row? Not counting, but um, a lot. Double digi. Double digi. It's just loss after loss, and the nerfies aren't hitting. Had some really bad NBA beats, just kind of brutal. Made a good bet in my mind, and just chips didn't fall where they should have fell. What bet? Fallen. What bet? Uh, I, I hammered Clippers at plus eight on the live line versus the Nuggets. They lost, uh, they lost by seven. And Pat Bev got double tech at the end and thrown out of the game that did not hit my line. That was tough because I made that bet through Rari the Rat. So I should have known it was cursed, but I texted him to place it for me. He placed it for me. So, of course, it lost in that kind of fashion, you know. I think the rat cursed us. Ever since the rat came on, we have been losing. We have a stench. We have a stench amongst us. Yeah, tell the people. For those who don't know, Rari the Rat, this big Italian guy, who bets and loses all his money. Uh, he came on IG Live a couple weeks ago. Since then, we've gone completely cold. He had lost 23 bets in a row. He is the cooler. He is a loser. And uh, it's his fault. I believe in the olden days, the rats carried the bubonic plague. And Rari yeah, dropped the plague got, upon us. We got plagued. How do we break a plague? I, I'm born in the darkness. I don't know what else to do. I feel like Batman when he gets his fucking back broken by Bane. I don't know, dude. What do you mean? What do you do? Like, the NFL starting this week. Thank God. Right when we have this lifeline that we need thrown to us as we're drowning in a sea of our own shit, the NFL shows up. And I think that, honestly, is the bat signal. I said I was quitting from gambling. Obviously lying. Just a shtick. I'm not quitting. I'm going to be hammering NFL games this weekend because I'm a fucking golden god. I am a golden god. Do I do think we owe the Loch Ness monsters an explanation of why we haven't given a nerfy pick in three or four days? I don't know. I, that, that I don't know. What do you mean? What? You clearly know. We're cold, so we're not having fun. Therefore, we didn't want to fuck with it. That's just pretty much it, right? Am I right? Thought, why are you pick, Why are was- you biting your nail? Well, I just, I was a little bit unclear. I thought it was obvious as to why we haven't been giving nerfies because we've been super cold and it's not fun when you're cold. That's it's not- Labor Day weekend too. We were having a weekend. You know, there's no, we had to shake off some rust, have a weekend, come back Monday, come back Tuesday, figure it out. How we figured it out? It's the NFL. Do you feel like we should apologize to people about the nerfies? No, I, I don't think so, man. I think honestly, the Loch Ness Monster community, I've been getting a lot of DMs people checking in yo are you good dude 
those kind of things. No, we weren't good, but I just, sometimes you need a couple of days off. I was on that, essentially on the IR. Were IL, you betting? Disabled list. Yeah, I was betting. I, I lost another bet last night, took the Clippers again. Um, <laughs> but you can't go public until you're back off the, off the schneid. Exactly. That's a really good way to put it. So once I hit a bet, I'll be back. But yeah, now I'm just Stop, taking fucking. Look at the camera. Yeah. Come on. I'm just, now I'm taking just bullshit parlays that I like know are going to lose. I'm fading myself. I'm in a dark place, Vern, but we'll, we'll be all right. Everyone goes through this. I mean, fuck. Don't look, don't, no one, no, whom's among us can sit here, look us in the fucking eyes and say, yeah, I've never had, this has never happened. I've never quit gambling and then come back 24 hours later. Everyone's done it. Look, we have said this from day one. Betting with Mikey Locks is the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. And we are in the lowest of lows. It's cyclical. This happens, especially right before another major sport. You're going to come out of the gate red hot. I just believe. Don't let it. us get fucking hot. I'll tell you that. On NFL with college football coming back to always historically, Vern, historically, always been our historically sport. Historically our best sport. I'm not sure if we have any picks or weird games with massive spreads this week. It's not certainly not a normal week yet. Next week we get some SEC action. Uh, I don't really count Clemson Wake Forest as like a big time conference game. It's I've always like been a, a Pac-12 and spread. Big 12, Big Ten guy, so that's a little tough. But I'm not gonna make excuses. Yeah, that that went to a dangerous place. We're gonna do every NFL game, and then. Uh, I can look at the college slate and maybe we can pick them. I do have one stolen picker I'd like to share. Oh, stolen pick of the day. Vernie stolen yeah. pick of the day. Yes. This is an old school thing we used to do. It was the stolen pick of the day. It is Charlotte versus Appalachian state football, 9 a.m. Saturday, 9 a.m. Pacific Charlotte. If you can get it at plus 18, that's your number. Sharps are on it. It is a stolen pick of the day. How's that feel? It feels good to bring that back for me. It didn't feel great for me personally because I was just thinking how I'm going to lose the whole time. So, <laughs> Charlotte plus 18. Okay, NFL, are you ready? I'm ready. Thursday, Houston Ooh. Texans, Kansas City Chiefs. The Texans are currently plus nine on DraftKings, plus 330 on the money line. The over-under is 54 and a half. Mikey, do you have any leans? I'm going, you know what, you know what I'm going to do for this game. Don't Talk act like you don't already fucking know what I'm going to be doing for this I game. I don't know. I don't know. I will be sitting on my computer hoping the Texans score first or go up 7-0, 7-3, 14-10. And then I will be hammered donging the Chiefs live, hopefully getting them at less than a touchdown, six and a half, six points. That's how we'll be betting Thursday night. Uh, I, I'm not going to lie. I kind of like the Texans at the plus nine. That's a ton of points, but I'm going to be staying away from the get and then just hammer donning the Chiefs on the live line. Uh, and I love to bet first touchdown scorer, especially to start a season. Oh, we have to do touch, first touchdown for every single game. Yeah. Uh, for this one, I'll be looking at Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I love that guy. Nice. Thank you. Uh, I, at plus nine, Will be taking the Texans. I just feel like it's probably hard to have that much separation. Reignite. Motions are high. I also am interested in the over 54 and a half. It's a massive over. I just don't feel like there's going to be any defense just coming out of the break. Less time to prepare. Why not just sling it around for both teams? I think the Texans may be a little undervalued after the DeAndre Hopkins move. Mikey, you're making a face. 
You're also eating beef jerky and drinking LaCroix. So were you making a face or was that a beef jerky face? I put red wine in the LaCroix so you couldn't tell, <laughs> tell us. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I don't like that rationale at all because if you're going to go out here and say, look, they haven't had time to get their shit together. I think that would negatively actually impact the offense. I don't think that means they're going to come out slinging around. Mm-hmm. I, These are two I would teams. think it would be the opposite. I think for a lot of teams, yes, these teams have consistency on the offensive side of the ball, though. They're running back something they've done before. So I think it's easier for them to keep it along. I I think that's a fair take, but I'm just saying for this specific game, I love the live bet. I will be on that with you, especially if the Texans score first. Let's hope they come out with a scripted first drive, and then the Chiefs just pummel them from there because that's – well, that's what happens. I'm a Texans fan. I'm a sad Texans fan. Of course I'm taking the plus nine. I'm not fading my team in the NFL by nine points. Next game, Browns, Ravens. The Browns are plus eight. The over-under is 48 and a half. The Browns are plus 290 on the money line. I've got a strong play here, but Mikey, I'm, taking, you know. I'm taking the Browns. I don't know if Odell Beckham getting shit on helps. <laughs> uh, I don't know if Vegas has adjusted or DraftKings has it adjusted there, but – Fucking classic Browns. Like, this season's about to start. Now you got to deal with Odell Beckham getting shit on for some weird sexual Pooped. fantasy. Pooped. I don't believe All it. shit poop. I don't believe it either, but it's just not what you need to be talking about in the locker room when you're preparing to play, you know, the best team in your division. That being said, the Browns beat the Ravens straight up last year. I think they played them, with, you know, within two touchdowns in the other game. Eight points is a lot of points in week one. Last year – during week one uh underdogs i think of a touchdown or more covered the point spread in like 75 to 80 percent of the games so i I think that's too many points i like the browns wow good fact good stat here i like the browns as well just feel like that's too many points divisional game maybe the browns a little undervalued the ravens a little overvalued you know the public's going to be on the ravens they're not going to be on the browns do you though i don't know about that i think so I do think so. Well, we're both on it. So that's so not... the public, that means that, yeah, we're the public. <laughs> what about first touchdown? Do you have any, any takes here? I kind of like a Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson. Take well, QB. QB, QB rushing TD, first TD of the game. Uh, that's interesting, Vern. I'm going to go with David Njoku. Okay. All right. Thank you for that. Going back to all of our lines. Next game here. The Colts are minus eight against the Jaguars. The over-under is 45 for this game, so the lowest one we've seen. The Jags are plus 320 on the money line. Mikey, the Jags have just been giving away their best players. Gardner Minshew, I don't know. And then you got you got Phillip Rivers on the other side. We hate betting Phillip Rivers. I, I'm torn up about this game. This, I think you gotta, this is the you, sucky game to bet. You got to tease the Colts here uh, and, and potentially in with the Chiefs. I think you tease the Colts down a little bit or you buy it down to seven. I, I like the Colts here. I, I, I think the Jags are just straight up ass. I don't think the Colts are great either. So to your point, this is a tough game to handicap, but I would throw the Colts into some teasers. This is, this is one of those games we were pretty much just talking about where, okay, there is a transition. The offense shouldn't quite be as good. That's with the Colts. I feel like eight is just, just a little too much when you don't really know what you're getting. Uh, uh, the Jags defense though should be awful. They've been giving players away at the same time. I was just trying to find the, the team total on the Colts 
because that could be an over situation. So conflicting message from me there. Is that upsetting? No, it's just, what? we don't need it. We're just talking about this game to talk about it. Like, let's just move on. I don't care. I, I don't want to bet that. Yeah, this game sucks. Thank you. Next game here, we have, sorry, DraftKings. Loaded. Eagles at oh. Washington. Oh, football yeah. Team. Very nice. The Eagles are minus six against the Washington football team. The over-under here is the lowest one yet. That's 43. The Washington football team is plus 225 on the money line. Mikey, do you have a play here? Give me the points and give me the Washington football team. I don't love them at all, but I just think week one, these heavy underdogs, I know we're not on Jacksonville. I think the play is to take the points. I, I took Jacksonville. All over the Eagles. I literally took Jacksonville. Well, you were going, you were flip-flopping so much. I couldn't even keep I was up. a flip-flopper. I flip-flopped on that game. We're not, that was not a, I didn't have a plan pick for that game. I'm on the Eagles here at minus six. Just fading Washington. I don't know. I feel like they, they're not going to be good. Antonio Gibson, the running back, he's now listed as number two on the depth chart. I thought Scott Turner, the OC, loved him. Not good for your boy who drafted him in fantasy. But I know. That, that's all, that's all uh, boiler, very boilerplate early stuff there, Vern. Uh, I'm not worried about that. <laughs> I don't like this Redskins team a lot, but I think they lose by five points this week. Oh, all right. Eagles, there it is. Do you have a first touchdown score for this game? That's like impossible, but Deshaun Jackson, Eagles. Yes, I love Deshaun Jackson in that situation. A lot of their receivers are hurt. Maybe a good late round fantasy pick because of that. He's obviously slid with the offseason. Very, very good. Yes, definitely. I'm surprised, like I'm surprised you're advocating for Deshaun Jackson of all people. I'm advocating for him on the field in terms okay. of fantasy football. Okay. Jets, Bills, the Jets are six-and-a-half-point dogs. The money line here is plus 225 on the Jets. The over-under is 39-and-a-half, the lowest one yet. And the lowest one of the week, 39-and-a-half here, Jets, Bills. It's going to be – this is an interesting one. I, I told you I I'm going you. with these – I'm going with the big dogs. You. I'll probably buy it to seven, to be honest with you. Um, Love that. that. But I, I like the Jets. I, I'm taking the Jets at plus seven here in the low-scoring game, divisional. The teams know each other. Uh, I, I don't like the Jets at all. I feel gross with some of these picks, but it is what it is. We're just taking the big dogs across the board. I would take the Jets at six as well. Interesting over-under. <laughs> I'm not going over, especially if it stays under 40. No one's buying. No one's betting it up. Uh, Chris Herndon, first TD. Thoughts? Can I jump on that with you? Yes. I like that a lot. Yes. Yes. Another, another interesting fantasy pick there. (laughs) Dolphins, Pats plus six and a half over under 43. The Dolphins are plus two thirty on the money line. I'll jump in here. No, this is a dirty one. Yeah. I like the Pats here too. I know we've been on the dogs. I like the Pats here. I'm taking Cam Newton to score the first touchdown too. That is, that's a hammer dog. That is a hammer dong. I, it would be just so fun. I'm taking the pads just, just on the – it's Bill Belichick against the Dolphins. There are rules. I do like the Patriots. The rules of sports are that they win big when they're doubted. That's it. Uh, Am I wrong? Uh, you're not wrong. You're just an asshole. I'm also thinking we tease the Pats with the Chiefs. That is looking kind of nice. I will not be pairing the Chiefs in all these games like you are. 
They give me too emotional from ring night. Okay. I don't even know if it's fucking ring night. You don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Bears, Lions. The Lions are three-point favorites against the Bears. The over-under here is 44 and a half. The Bears are plus 128 on the money line. Also, Mikey, are we going to have any money line dog picks yet? Uh, We haven't had any money line dog picks yet. No, Vern. Uh, we will get to one. To me, that the one that stands out the most is probably the Browns at plus two ninety. Uh, Same. But if we're looking at Chicago, Detroit, I like Detroit at home minus three. I think they're going to have a nice little year. Stafford should be healthy, um, and I, I think I don't know if Trubisky makes it through th- this entire game. To be honest with you, <laughs> we're both on the Lions. I think we both feel big years for the Lions, or, or at least an uptick. I think they're a little undervalued. The Bears defense. Should be kind of sick, but the over-under here is high. Uh, no, no, I'm with you on the Lions. That's it. Home dog coming up here. Seahawks at Hold on. Falcons. Hold on. Any first TD? Is, it's so hard. First TD in Chicago, Detroit. Give me TJ Hawkinson, tight end. Give me DeAndre Swift. Yeah, I mean, they've got so many running backs in Detroit. Like, uh, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, It'd be sick, though. That's, that's, a, bet. that's a bet with my heart. Uh, we do have a home dog, Seahawks, Falcons. The Falcons are one and a half point favorites. They're plus 102 on the money line. It's a West Coast team going East. The over-under is 49. Pretty huge over-under here. Mikey, are you taking the home dog? And does it even matter now? Does it even matter? Does anything matter? Do, do our lives matter? That's, these are the questions I ask myself after getting absolutely railroaded by bookmakers all weekend. But... For this one, Vern, I don't think we can overthink it. I, I really like the Seahawks here. I don't care if they're getting 80% of the bets. Like, I'm taking the Seahawks. It, it, <laughs> I'm going to go the Falcons. I'm going the other way. I don't like the West Coast team going east for an early game. I think those things matter. It's also because they don't have any other edge. So I'm going to say that's my edge. Maybe even on the money line. A little plus 102. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, first TD, maybe a little Rusty Wilson, Tyler Lockett, Julio, Calvin Ridley. I'm going Greg Olson for the Seahawks. I don't know All why. Right. Okay. I like Calvin Ridley going with the Falcons. Packers, Vikings. The Packers are plus two and a half. Vikings, little favorites here. They are at home. They're minus 143 on the money line. Over-under is 46. I'm going to just talk about it real quick. Jace Sternberger, Packers tight end, came on the podcast. We told him if he scored the first TD of the game, we'd be giving hoodies away, right? I forgot about that, Vern. Good call. You forgot about Jace? No, I just forgot about that specific bet that we made. Is he okay? I'm sure he's recovered from from COVID by now. COVID IR. He did did go on COVID. He's Um, a a fucking savage, though. Uh, He's a stud. That is the first touchdown bet for sure. But if we're looking at the game and the over-under here, Vern, I like the Vikings oh, at home. It says he might not begin the season as the Packers' number number one tight end. Because he had COVID. Also, yeah. I, I like the under in this game. Call me crazy. I will not call you crazy. I'm still betting Jace on the first touchdown because oh, no we doubt. have to. We yeah. absolutely have to. Hashtag get Jace the ball. We're still on there. Uh, I like – I like the Vikings. I like, I like that under two at 46. Vikings are going to run the ball. 
control the clock. Packers, tumultuous offseason. Per? Per Vern. When they per Vern, took, okay. When they took Jordan Love. That's it. They're just, there's always drama. Always so much drama. Okay. Raiders, Panthers. The Panthers are three and a half point dogs. Another home underdog situation. They are plus 150 on the money line. Large over under here, 47 and a half. Mikey, what are you seeing? I'm hearing and seeing the over in this game, Vern. I don't know. My, my gut tells me that I should not take the fucking Raiders going to the East Coast in an early game, despite Carolina. Uh, uh, ah! Ah! I'm all over the Panthers. Yeah, I'm I'll fuck with you the Raiders that. here. I, I like Matt Rule. Their defense is so bad. The Panthers' defense is so fucking bad. Next one, Chargers, Bengals. The Chargers are three-and-a-half-point favorites. They are on the road. The Bengals are plus 148 on the money line at home. The over-under is 43. This is so hard. We're taking CMC to score the first touchdown in the Panthers game. Let's not overthink that. Thank you. Uh, also, thank you for that. What about Henry Ruggs? I thought about Henry Ruggs. We've been doing too many over the top on the first touchdown. Um, yeah. Chargers Bengals is a really interesting game because I really like both of these teams this year uh, against what they're kind of expected to do. Uh, the Chargers are still pretty good. I, I actually think Tyrod's a good quarterback. I'm obviously obsessed with Justin Herbert, but I think if he gets the nod, he can put up some numbers. Uh, numbers. The Bengals, though, I, uh, Vern, this is another tough game. I think for me, I'm taking the Chargers at minus three and a half. I'll probably try and buy that half point and get it down to three. We'll see where the line moves, but uh, the Chargers are a good ball club. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm just not going to take Burrow in, in his first game against a a quality team like the Chargers. I'm not fading them. Um, and and maybe a new leaf, a new era in LA without Phelp Rivers. Things might be a lot of less yelling and vain bulging. Hammerlock first touchdown bet for you on this one. On Chargers Bengals? Yeah. Mike Williams, the oh. receiver out of Clemson. Good red zone target. I think we'll get some good. He's a game time decision. All right, let's edit that one out too. Nope. I mean, how would you have known that? I mean, come on. We're not we're not Chargers beat writers. Like I like I mean, where your head was I at. Could be. No, you're not. You can't be. Could be. Cannot. <laughs> Next game is the Mikey Locks Speshy Weshy. Cardinals plus seven against the San Francisco 49ers. The Cardinals are plus 255 on the money line. The over is 47 and a half. Talk to me, Mikey. Cardinals, this is one of my, I'm not going to be hammerlocking this because I am a Niners fan and I won't bet against my own team like that. But at seven points, I really like the Cardinals here uh, as a bet. Uh, I think they're going to be, an, I think they're still one year away from being true competitors, but I think they're going to show some flashes this year. Uh, I really like Trent Taylor and Kendrick Bourne, but especially Trent Taylor as the first touchdown scorer in this game. So the Cardinals, little special Weshy at plus seven. I think that makes sense. Little Super Bowl hangy wangy for the 49ers. Are you feeling that first game? Yeah, I actually would love to tease the Cardinals up to plus 14 too. I think that oh is my a God, really, that'd be really nice uh, opportunity. Amazing. I, you know, obviously Hopkins with the Cardinals is exciting. I don't know. You know, they're going to spread it around though with Cliff. Uh, 47 and a half feels like a lot of points to me for the over under. Do you see this as a high scoring game? I like the over Cardinals played the Niners well last year, man. Janie I, I like versus Cliff. I, I like know the over here. 
you've been high on the Cardinals since last year. I mean, you, you thought that you could see the pieces coming together. That's part of your, I think your, your bet here. Yep. Fun one coming up next. The Bucks are plus three and a half against the Saints. They're in New Orleans. The over-under is 49. And the Bucks are plus 148 on the money line. I know that's going to be a popular money line pick. Mm. Saints, Saints, if you can get it to three, three and a half is just a real kick in the dick. I'll tell you what, Vern. But I do like the Saints. I'll tell you what, Vern. I'll I'll tell you what, what, Vern. Real kick in the dick. dick. (laughs) But look, get me down to three. I'm going to buy that. How many fucking half points am I going to have to fucking buy on week? Okay. I want to get into this because in the NFL, there are some people that always buy the hook and some people that never, ever do. It feels like you're, you're a hook buyer. Dude, right? That you buy hooks. The key number in NFL of three, seven are so massive, Vern, that you need, like, I've been burned one too many times. I need to get, uh, I, I, here's the thing I will buy always from three and a half, seven and a half down back to the even number at seven or three. I don't always need to go from three to two and a half or from seven to six and a half. A push is a win in my mind on those, but I'm not going to fucking lose a bet by the hook. I'll push a bet. Always, always, always buy that hook. You have to. I just, I'm not going to lose on it again. I'd rather give up some juice. It's just. I would it. rather lose every single bet. No, I'm not going to go that far. Okay. I'm glad you didn't go that far. Bucks, Saints. Uh, I think we're both on the Saints here. I just feel, feel like th- this is Vegas literally looking me in the eye and saying, take the Bucks." You want to, you want it, and you know I what I'm saying to Vegas? Want it too. I don't I don't want it? They're begging it. people to take the bucks. They are totally begging people to take it there. They're begging people to take the money line. Mikey, I know you want it. Don't 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 it. fall into the trap. So bad. Don't fall. It's a trap situation. Blair the siren. I think it's a total trap. Does that? I mean, it's got to be right. I don't know. I I don't even get what that means, honestly. So what do you mean? Never, you always say trap. I don't even know if you know what you're talking about. They, the trap is that they're giving an enticing number for you to take the bucks. That's the trap. I do the trapping. I do the trapping. Okay, so we will not be trapped. <laughs> We're both on the Saints there. Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, Gronk, first TD score on Gronk. Latavius Murray, I'm not doing Gronk. I would love to take Gronk as an anytime touchdown scorer in this game. I think Gronk scores a touchdown in this game. Let me see. Let me see if it's online and offered yet. I know it will be offered. I just don't think it's there. It won't be offered until Friday. Yeah. Not there yet. Gronk is an anytime scorer. That's just a fun bet, and you feel like a genius when it hits. Well, it's going to hit. Cowboys Rams. The Cowboys are three point favorites here. The over-under is a big donger. It's 52 in the Rams are plus 133 on the money line. Everyone loves the Cowboys this year. There's a lot of hype. LA, people poo-pooed on last year. Crazy over-under. This is a fun, really fun Sunday night game. I'm excited Mm. for this one. Mm. I'm taking the Rams. Three points at home. Give me the three points. Cowboys, I feel like, are are always going to just kind of disappoint you uh, in this situation. So I'm taking the Rams. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm with you on the Rams. I'm not betting the Cowboys week one. I'm, they have to prove that they're as good as everyone says they are. For I want to see it first with my eyes. Otherwise, I'm taking the Rams. You know, when, when healthy, I think 
a little bit underrated. 52 points is a ton. I would take the under on that. Little nerves for Sunday night football game. Uh, and I think a little spricky winky on Rams plus 133. Do you like my sprink? Uh, first TD. First TD and Rams. Cowboys, Cooper Cup. I'm still taking Zeke first touchdown. Just feel like he's going to get fed early. We know the Cowboys just give it, give them the ball a lot. Monday night, football, Steelers, Giants, plus five and a half. The Giants are at home with the points. They are plus 190 on the money line, over under 47 and a half. I'm taking the Steelers here, and I'm taking them in teasers. Uh, I'm guessing this will get to six, and then I'll just tease it back to about even. Uh, uh, that line is perfect. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Giants cover. I don't think they win the game. Um, and for first touchdown score, I think James Conner uh, does a little plunge into the end zone. Juju Smith-Schuster, first touchdown. I'm on the Steelers. I think they're really, really nice. Uh, so I'm going there. Titans-Broncos is a pick em. It's a picky-wicky situation. Over-under is 41. It's in Denver. Mile high. Both teams are dead even across the board. Mikey, what are you seeing out here? My favorite bet of the week, okay? This is the hammerlock. Sound the alarms. I think Drew Locke throws an interception on Monday Night Football. I'm guessing that will come out just over even money, minus 130-ish. I think the Tennessee Titans defense overwhelms the Broncos a little bit and a new quarterback uh, on prime time, uh, beginning the year as a starter for the first time after actually doing well and showing some success and flashes at the end of last year. But I think the Titans overwhelm the Broncos. Uh, Broncos are, are frisky, though. They've got good skill position. They've got uh, some really nice names on their defense, but it all come down to, to quarterback play for them. Excellent analysis, Mikey. I like it. I am with you in fading Drew Locke. I, don't, I just think it's a little bit fluky. We're going to get some film on him, and then he's going to suck. That's pretty much it. I like the Titans a low over under. Tells me everything I need to know. Titans control this game. They dominate on the ground. That's pretty much it. I like Tennessee on the pick easy. I feel strong easy. about it. No easy. fans. No hot, No fans. I don't know how to, how to take that into this because normally Denver prime time at home, you take, right? It's, it's an auto take. I just, we don't know if that's the case or not. So I'm just going to take – I'm not really going to factor that in too much. I don't think that – it's not an early morning game, West Coast going East or anything like that. Mikey, those are all of our games. How does it feel? It feels good. I'm excited. I think I, I'm finally feeling feelings again. I'm not feeling like a hollow shell of a human being. So excited to bet every game. Uh, also, there's some college football coming this weekend, Vern. The games are okay. We have an ACC slate. Is there anything that stands out to you in week one as a must bet? I'm pulling up the line here. It's hard to say no to, again, my scoop of Charlotte against Appalachian State. Uh, This is pretty hard. Everyone's really high on North Carolina. They're 22 and a half point favorites. I think I'd maybe take Syracuse there. Uh, That's just because Carolina is so trendy. I do not know anything about Syracuse football this year. All I know is that Carolina, very, very trendy. So I'm just trying to fade a team that might be overvalued week one, even though they had a really nice year last year. Um, another one that is interesting to me, 
of course, is Kansas against Coastal Carolina. Obviously, you know I like to bet against Kansas football. My my belief is always someone's got to win on KU football, so might as well be me. I'd probably – Coastal Carolina beat KU in this game last year. They're running it back. This line opened at KU minus three, three and a half, and moved all the way to seven quickly. Now I think it's coming back down. I'd maybe take Carolina with the points, Coastal Carolina with the points at seven. If you can get it back down to like five, five and a half, you take Kansas. But at a touchdown, you take Coastal Carolina. I like Notre Dame minus 19 and a half at home versus Duke. Um, I think Brian Kelly will get the boys ready, but these lines are very, very hard to dissect. I think we should just do the tale as old as time. If we see Clemson, uh, Notre Dame, North Carolina, uh, you know, Florida State, maybe get to Oklahoma, get down early or, or you know, kind of have a, a close game in the second quarter, third quarter, we hammer the live line. Yeah, and look, we're, we're good college football betters, but we're not going to pretend like – we have analysis on what it's going to be like this year. It is all unknown. It is frankly very confusing to deal with. Um, you know, maybe Tulane minus nine against South Alabama because Tulane runs trippy oppy. And so I think it's maybe a little harder to prepare. You need more time to prepare uh, live ball to prepare for the trippy oppy. Uh, I like Tulane's coach. So just kind of going off coaching. Um, those are the ones that stand out to me. I love the live action. You know, with Duke, with Duke Notre Dame, is David Cutliffe still alive? Uh, I'm going to – yeah, he's still alive, dude. What? I mean, I, I know. It's just an old special of ours to ask if the coach is still alive. Well, he, is he throwback. that old? I guess he is old. Oh, dude, he's old. Yeah. He's definitely old. Yeah, he's uh, pretty old. He's a good coach. I'm looking up his age right now. He is oh, 65. He looks older. He looks older yeah. than he actually is. Bad sign for David Cutliffe. I don't really like that. I feel like college coaches live for I don't that. think you can really ask if coaches are alive anymore with all the you know pandemic and stuff. I don't think it's, it's, it's very sensitive. Okay, so our, our old joke doesn't live anymore. If anyone's judging, that was just an old joke reference. It was That's an it. old reference that we were, yeah, old joke reference. Now. For our longtime listeners would understand it. Um, Pitt is 27 and a half against Austin P. I don't think I'm taking Pitt plus that many points against anyone. It'll be fun, Vern. I'm looking forward to you. have no take football. on that. I don't have a fucking take on it. You Austin cannot P. believe you just heard a Pitt Austin P take. That's what we give you. These lines are kind of speaking to me now. I like Texas State minus eight against UTSA as well. You know what the lock or the, the biggest upset? I mean, we could see some big upsets on Saturday, but. Today is my two-year wedding anniversary, and I made it two years without getting divorced. So Holy shout shit. out to me. Yeah, minus 200 for that. So, wow. Uh, I know it was, it was a little bit – had to eat some juice there, but it definitely could have happened. So, um, shout out me. Shout out you. Shout out CFB. Shout out NFL. We are back. We're going to hit some first TD scores. We're going to hit some upset specials. Going to hit some teasies. We're going to have fun. Happy anniversary to Mikey Locks defying the odds. Betting again and staying married for now. Thank you guys for listening. It's always our week. Especially our week. Yeah, it's especially your, our week. It's the week. It is the week.